Hello everybody and welcome back to the show. The Ocean Explain is finally back after a month and a half break and ready to dive in 2024 on the right flipper. By the way, I wish you all a happy new year. Today we have a very special topic. I got 27 people asking me to talk about it and that's precisely what I'm going to do. This topic is mainly the intelligence of the manta ray. Giant and social, we will learn more about her and some other types of rays that live in the ocean. Expect to learn more about the manta ray, how can it solve basic problems, imagine and become self-aware in some cases, which is a rare capacity in the animal realm, also an incredible story from a diver, and much more that we will discuss in this episode. Before going to the physical characteristics, we'll speak first about the core of this episode, the mighty intelligence. So first of all, the manta ray has one of the biggest brain size to body ratio in the animal realm. This ratio indicates if potentially a species, no matter which one you choose, uh, except for bacteria, it has to be made of animal cells in order to make organs and then form a brain. For example, a blue whale is really big, right? And as a result, she has a huge brain. Her brain is three times the one of a human being. This indicates that there's exponentially more potential in cognitive capacities. Because if you increase the size just even slightly, it massively improves the number of connections that can be made in the brain. That's why. So yes, <laughs> it's obviously highlighted right there in this example. And from an outside perspective, you might not think that the manta ray has a big brain, but in fact she has. And scientists showed this. In 2016, researchers Silla Ari and Dominic P. D'Agostino conducted an intriguing scientific experiment with two captive mentas in a Bahamas aquaria. They were interested in understanding how these mentas perceive their own reflection. To investigate this, they introduced a mirror into the mentas tank. After a period of acclimation to the mirror and a control object, the researchers observed the manta's reaction. This experiment, known as the mirror test, has been previously conducted with various animals, from chimpanzees to elephants to magpies, and typically reveals self-directed behaviors. Some animals eventually use the mirror to examine themselves, while others do not. What happened is that the manta came across it while swimming once, twice and more and more, slowing down even more every time, moving her eyes towards it, meaning it got her intention. You shouldn't know that the manta will not stop and watch in the mirror without moving, like a human would do. Her natural instinct is to always glide for oxygen and food. However, obviously, it looks at it and slows down. So up there, in her brain, something likely is happening, recognizing or any cognition. And she slows down so on and so forth every time in front of it. It is important to note that the mirror test tends to favor animals that heavily rely on their visual senses. For instance, dogs, whose world is primarily driven by smells, do not exhibit as impressive results in this test. I also did the experience with my dog in my arms a couple times just to see, but in all attempts, my dog seemed to not even notice it somehow. Similarly, gorillas do not fare well in the mirror test because direct eye contact is considered highly offensive in their social interactions, so they might break the mirror. 
However, there is one exceptional case of a gorilla named Coco. Raised by humans without the social codes of wild gorillas, who successfully passed the mirror test. These variations in performance demonstrate that the mirror test cannot be universally applied to all animal species. Returning to the mentors in the experiment, they observed this intriguing behavior. So the mentors spent significantly more time in the area of the aquarium where the mirror was present. They moved their horns to the front of their heads and engaged in repetitive circular motions near the mirror. The researchers even witnessed one manta turning its belly toward the mirror, a body part it cannot normally see. It appears that the manta actually exhibited a genuine interest in their reflection, and these findings were already far beyond initial expectations. Now let's move on to their physical characteristics. When you physically analyze a manta ray, it is a diamond-shaped gliding creature. The two horns in the front of the mentor's ray head are actually modified fins called cephalic lobes. These lobes serve for two purposes for the manta ray. So first, they help the manta ray guide food into its mouth. The lobes have sensory cells that detect movements and vibrations in the water, allowing the manta ray to locate and capture its prey more effectively. They use these lobes to direct and funnel small organisms, such as plankton, towards their mouth for feeding. Second, the cephalic lobes may play a role in courtship and mating. So during mating rituals, the male manta rays will use their cephalic lobes to grasp onto the pectoral fins of the female. This behavior is believed to help maintain contact and align their body during the mating process. So now, how do they eat? While manta rays filter water for feeding by using their large open mouths. They swim slowly with their mouths open, allowing water to flow in. As the water passes through their gills downside, the manta rays use specialized structure called gill rakers to filter out the small organisms such as plankton that they will consume as the main source of food. The gill rakers act like a sieve, trapping the prey while allowing water to pass through. This feeding behavior occurs mainly in areas with high concentrations of plankton, such as near upwelling zones or during seasonal aggregations. This biological process involved is known as filter feeding, where manta rays will extract food particles from the water column through filtration. They are particularly adapted for this feeding method. Their large body size and wide mouth allow them to engulf large volumes of water. This maximizes their chance of capturing enough prey and the gill rakers have a comb-like structure that helps trap the plankton effectively. It enables the manta ray to obtain efficiently the necessary nutrients from water while saving energy. Their location on the planet will be highly depending on factors such as the species habitat and the availability of food sources in these areas. If there's food available for the mantas and the water is at the right temperature, they will be concentrated in this area logically. However, manta rays do not perform cellular respiration in the same way as humans and other mammals. They are fish and have gills, and so they extract oxygen from the water at the same time as filtering it for nutrients. Through this process described just before, called filter feeding, they will not only filter small organisms, but also extract oxygen from this water and release through the gills their carbon dioxide. So this is how manta rays obtain the oxygen they need for survival 
and the food they need for survival. They can actually be found all around the globe, as long as the oceans are warm or at least temperate. They can be found in zones that include California, Ecuador, South Africa, the Azores, Japan and Australia. They are great travelers, but also have certain areas where they feel comfortable and have routines. And it includes their favorite restaurants and cleaning stations, where small cleaning fish help remove their parasites and where their most favorite and tasty preys hide. Now let's switch on to an incredible diver's story about her encounter with a quite special manta ray. One diver, Sarah Chirat from the Paddy Worldwide Diving Crew, had a remarkable encounter with a group of manta rays while diving off the coast of Indonesia. As she descended into the crystal clear waters, she noticed the graceful silhouettes of several manta rays gliding effortlessly through the ocean in their direction. Mesmerized by the beauty, Sarah approached cautiously, mindful and not disturbing the gentle giants, as the way every diver should do. To her surprise, the manta rays seemed curious and unafraid. They gracefully circled around Sarah, their large wingspan creating a captivating spectacle. As she held her breath, Sarah could feel a gentle current created by the rhythmic movement, she said, of the manta ray's wing. It was as if they were inviting her to join their dance. She observed their hunting behavior up close. The manta rays gracefully swam with their mouths open, filtering out plankton from the water. She marveled at their precision, witnessing how they effortlessly caught their microscopic preys. They seemed to be aware of her presence, occasionally gliding closer from time to time. After several minutes, the manta rays started to disperse, their feeding session coming to an end. Sarah watched in awe as they gracefully vanished into the depths of the ocean. It was a humbling experience, she said, and a reminder of their beauty and intelligence. To conclude, we discovered the manta ray's intelligence, creativity and characteristics that is all a result of evolution of life on Earth. If you want to be informed of future episodes or suggest topics, don't hesitate to subscribe and send a message on Instagram at oceanexplained underscore. That's Instagram at oceanexplained underscore.